live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. When we expend negative energy towards others and the world around us, we push ourselves further away from our own success. Welcome to Wealthy Thoughts with your host, Richard Levy. Our show provides a positive blueprint to what you could be doing in order to bring more success to your life. Now, here is Richard Levy. Warm greetings to our listeners in the United States and all around the world. I am Richard Levy speaking to you from the Windy City, Chicago. Welcome to Wealthy Thoughts, where we spend an hour showing you how to direct your thoughts. Spoken words, written words, focus and attention on what it is you want, desire, and dream about having or doing. It is important that your attention is placed on what you want, not what you do not like or what you want to avoid. The universe does not question the information you send to it. So be sure and load up your mind with thoughts of love, appreciation, and gratefulness. However, before your mind is ready for thoughts of success, wealth, happiness, love, laughter, and joy, you will need to be sure you have let go of mental distractions and completed your forgiveness work. Remember, you can't be angry, hurt, and resentful, and at the same time think thoughts of love and harmony. It just doesn't work that way. Ladies and gentlemen, today you're going to hear me coach a very brave woman who lived through 26 years of hell. Abuse of all kinds, self-hatred, so intense she couldn't stand to see herself in the mirror and attempted suicide many times. Fortunately, it was during her final suicide attempt that a light, a smile, an expression of love from her son that turned Amy away from a path of self-destruction to a path of self-love. I'm going to coach Amy today on furthering her forgiveness work, deepening her feelings of self-celebration and self-love. I'll give her methods to succeed with her passion that you're really going to want to hear about. Amy Collier on the outside physically has nothing to be ashamed of. She is gorgeous. Amy Collier on the inside has nothing to be ashamed of. She is gorgeous. Stay with us and learn how you too can forgive and let go of negative people and memories and still attract a life full of love, happiness, success, and prosperity. Once you hear what Amy experienced and then hear how Amy has let go of negativity, then you can do the same. There are going to be only a few people who lived darker days with people who should have loved and protected her. Inside, you have one beautiful woman. Amy was brutalized and abused, and Amy is a beautiful gift to all of humanity, and I hope you agree with me after you hear the show today. Ladies and gentlemen, I have the honor to introduce a hero in my mind, Amy Collier. Hello, Amy, and welcome to Wealthy Thought. Hello, Richard. I'm happy to be here. <laughs> Amy, I am so delighted that you're here to share this story of your abuse, abandonment, multiple suicide attempts with men and women all around the world. Amy, would you share with us why do you want to let the world know what you went through for 26 years? I want 
people to understand that no matter what they've been through, there is light at the end of the tunnel. You don't feel it at the time. But if I can get through it, anybody in the world can get through it. And you certainly have, Amy. Amy, where did this abuse start? It started um, when I was around 12 or 13. Mm-hmm. And that's when um, I was molested by one of my best friend's father over a period of time. That's when it all started. So this was the father of your best friend. This should have been a man who had been worthy of trust, but he wasn't. And then, Amy, you kept this a secret from the world. Is that right? Absolutely. Okay. So you had emotions of fear, shame, embarrassment, hurt, and anger all bottled up. And also, did you have fears of more attacks or even death? If you were to share this with somebody, report it to authority, or reveal it to family members? I I kept it quiet for a long time out of fear. And I eventually brought it. I had told my older sister who went and told my my parents. Mm-hmm. And at the time, and they told me that I needed to keep quiet about it because the gentleman had had a history and nobody believed him. And with my father's business, they didn't want it talked about. So there's going to be shame if this was revealed to the world. In the meantime, you were living with this, not only the painful abuse, you were living with the secret of this darkness part of your life. Yes. Amy, what about your mother? Uh, What kind of person was your mother? My mother was abusive at times. And when I... When we talked about what had happened to me, it was never, ever brought up again. It's like it didn't exist. My mother was the type of person that you were not comfortable talking to. Mm-hmm. And if you did talk about issues that were hurting you, you would get yelled at and be made to feel like, you know, you were being stupid. So. If we did not talk about anything. I would never spoke to her about anything unless I absolutely had to. And then later on, a, co- a couple years later, when I was around 14, 15, she left. And I okay. didn't hear from her for a couple years. So she was very difficult to talk to. As a matter of fact, you just said it's somebody you could not share your feelings with. True. So you have this deep secret, and now you cannot reveal to what would normally be the most trustworthy person in your life, your mother. True. Okay. Your mother, what kind of habits did she have that were also very negative? Was she a drinker, or was she involved with drugs? When she had left, When I was 14, she was on all kinds of drugs and drinking all the time. There was a time when I was 16 that I was called to leave work because she was trying to kill herself. And I had had a nervous breakdown at the age of 16, and they had put me on antidepressants, and she took them. Wow, your mother took her drugs. Yes, and I couldn't tell the doctor that I didn't have them because I didn't feel that they would believe me that I didn't take them in another attempt to take my life. So I just went without the medication that I I truly needed at the time. So another challenge, you were not able to take the medication which is yours because your mother took it. Yes. Okay. Where was your father during all this, Amy? 
as when we were younger, my dad worked all the time. I mean, he worked from the time he was awake till the time he went to bed. So if the only time we wanted to spend with him, we would do it on on the job. Um, when my mom left, it was just me and my little sister left at home. My older sister and brother had already moved out and were living with relatives in a different state. So my dad, we had to learn everything together because he had no clue on how to raise two teenage daughters. So we, my dad was very supportive, but I was, I never talked to him about anything that was going on because I was scared to death that he would be disappointed in the decisions that I made or the things that I've been through. Mm-hmm. So I never mentioned anything in okay, front of my dad. Gentlemen, picture this. Amy's being abused. She's keeping a dark secret. She cannot share it with her mother. Her mother is suicidal, taking Amy's drugs, and she's afraid of sharing this with her father for the end of fear that her father would be unable to help her or even reject her. Is that pretty correct, Amy? Yes. That's very amazing. This shows how much strength you have as we get further on into this story. And then you had a boyfriend that was very abusive to you. Is that correct, Amy? That is correct. And what did he briefly do to you in an abusive way? My boyfriend, who later became my husband, he was extremely emotional and physically abusive. And I had tried to break away several times, and it was, I felt that it was safer for me to be with him than to not, because at the times of our separations, there would be stalking threats, um, ransacked my bedroom, broke things. I mean, it was, it was more Hmm. fearful for me not knowing where he was at, you know, hiding than it was for me to be with him and knew what was coming. Well, we're going to come back and uh, talk a little bit more about this boyfriend as we hear more of Amy's brave survival story. Amy, thank you for being with us today. Ladies and gentlemen, stay with us. You're going to hear more of Amy's story and what we're going to talk about, how she's come through all this. I am Richard Levy with our dear friend Amy Collier. You're listening to Wealthy Thoughts in the Empowerment Channel at Voice America. Stay with us. We'll be right back with Amy in just a moment. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. Get ahead in business and life. Read Getting It Done, 1,000 of the Best-Kept Secrets for Success in Business and Life by John Capozzi. Learn how John, a successful Connecticut businessman, obtained 13 corporate promotions in 13 years. This book makes a fantastic gift for anyone who wants to get ahead in business. Voice America will donate a portion of every copy sold to the USO. Visit gettingitdone.com and enter promo code VA1234 at checkout to get a 10% discount. That's gettingitdone.com, promo code VA1234 for a 10% discount today. Now there's a new destination for video content, voiceamerica.tv, just like our radio channels and so much more. Voice America Variety, Health and Wellness, Business, Sports, Green Talk, Power Up Motorsports, and 7th Wave Network now have their own video channel components. Plus, check out exclusive programming, including movies, music, educational courses, science and history, current events, and short features. High-definition, premier-quality programs available 24-7, voiceamerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us surprise you. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com This is Wealthy Thoughts with Richard Levy. To reach us today, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's one 346 9141 If you'd rather send us an email, the address is WealthyThoughts at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. 
Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I am Richard Levy, speaking with our dear friend Amy Collier. And you can follow Amy at on her website at amykcollier.com. Her story is magnificent. Magnificent is, is an example to all of us that we all can survive the most extreme, most severe circumstances and come out ahead, which our dear friend Amy has done. Just before we broke for a commercial, we were talking about her boyfriend, who was very abusive and raped Amy, beat Amy, and before that, we were talking about the abuse she suffered from her best friend's father and how she was keeping a secret to herself. Amy, all of this extreme abusive, uh, all this extreme abuse, rejection, abandonment gave you this message no one loves you. You're a bad person. Is that somewhat uh, somewhat true in how you're beginning to feel within yourself, within Amy? Oh, absolutely. I despise myself. In fact, I felt when that you look, when I you deserved look in the, that. Oh, pardon me? I felt that I deserved that. Very interesting. Ladies and gentlemen, did you hear that? Once one is abused enough and has this literally and figuratively beat into their brains long enough, she starts to believe that uh, this is part of her personality, that uh, Joe or Carol down the street can play with their toys, uh, play with their friends, but not Amy. Amy is locked up in a prison, and she's convinced of that. That's the damage and hurt that abuse begins to take, the toll she it takes on one. In fact, Amy, when you looked into the mirror, what did you see at this particular time when you looked at yourself? For many years, I just could not even stand to look at myself in the mirror. I refused to look at myself in the eyes, but I just, I would cringe when I had to look in the mirror to put my makeup on or to brush my hair, and sometimes thoughts would come in, negative thoughts would come into my mind when I had to look at myself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, Amy, you were experiencing at this time, needless to say, and it's an understatement, a lot of hate and anger, not only that you felt towards this, the people who are abusing you, that at this point you were powerless to change, or to control and protect yourself, but you were living with this dark secret. And so, ladies and gentlemen, instead of releasing this hurt and anger, Amy started to turn this anger in towards herself. It's got to come out in one way or the other. And later on, we're going to talk about other ways to let go of the anger. But the worst part of all this, my dear friends out there, is that Amy decided it the pain was too much, and then she turned towards the solution in her mind to end all pain, and that was suicide. Give us a moment, uh, a little explanation on the suicide and what you thought suicide would in some way uh, benefit you, Amy. My main thought when um, during the the whole 26 years was that I just wanted to make it stop. I just wanted to make it stop. I couldn't seem to find a way to make it stop other than either cutting on myself or constantly planning my next attempt to end my life. It became something that I thought about all the time. So suicide became a consuming uh, thought, a goal of a way to relieve yourself, in your mind, of the pain and the hurt and the agony. Is that pretty correct? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then uh, after many attempts at suicide, and by the way, what is the good point about all these suicide attempts, ladies and gentlemen, that Amy is still with us? Sometimes people do succeed in the suicide attempts, and a lot of times suicide is taken upon by people who cannot handle financial problems, relationship problems, where in their mind the world is closing in on them. In this case, Amy is living with such agony and keeping it such a secret, she felt the only way to end it or to deaden the pain was to cut herself to attempt suicide herself. 
And fortunately for us and everybody on this planet, beautiful Amy Collier is still with us, and she was not able to completely commit suicide to end her life. Something came about in every attempt that left her still with us. In fact, Amy, in your last suicide attempt about six years ago, um, something happened, and tell the listeners out there what began your change in life when that last suicide attempt. When I was in those frames of mind, I had convinced myself that everybody and my children would be better off without someone like me in their life. Mm-hmm. And you you honestly, wholeheartedly believe that. And the last attempt, my oldest son, I had already cut myself bad. And he kicked in the door when I wouldn't, he came to the door and when I wouldn't open it, he knew that I had done something. So he kicked in the door and the look on his face and the pain on his face and the begging and pleading he did with me, it, it was like an eye opener. I I had convinced myself that my kids would be better off without me. And when I saw the pain that I had caused him, it was it was like a light switch clicked. And it's like, what are you doing? You've got to figure out a way to to stop this. And I never, I had spent my whole life since my kids were born trying to protect them to, so that they never felt the pain that I felt. And sometimes to a fault. But the look on his face, it was just like a light switch. It's like what, I caused that pain. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What do you think was happening? Uh, what was happening in your life, in his life? In was this a big monumental breakthrough, a change that you feel that may have started you on a new road, a new route to health and happiness? I think that was the major change because, I, like I said, I had convinced myself in a way that, you know, that they would be happy that this was over, that they would be better off. And when I saw the pain, but there was so much love, and it's like, I've got to get better. I can't put my kids through this. So that was... The very next day is when I, my life changed. Well, I think it's remarkable because you were at one point thinking, I'm going to make their lives better by getting out of their lives, by ending my life. And then you're looking on the expression of your dear son's face and you're now feeling a light bulb uh, came on. Something clicked with inside of Amy and said, Maybe my life is worthwhile. Maybe I can contribute to them, to their life and others' lives. And then after this experience, you ended up going to the bookstores and you looked for self-help books. Tell us briefly what led you to look for self-help books. I was looking for anything that had hope. And I read, I couldn't tell you how many books, and I kept a notebook beside the table and everything, every time I would read a book, anything that jumped out that meant something to me, I would write down in that notebook, quotes, sayings, just anything that would make me feel just a, there was a little bit of hope. And then every time the negative voices would start playing in my mind, I would take my notebook out and I would just read and I would read and I would read until they quieted. And then I started reading on forgiveness. And there were just things just started clicking, like, these are things that I need to do. This I've been in the hospital. I was in the hospital when I was 14 for a mental hospital for suicide attempt mm-hmm. for a long time, and that didn't help. And I had been in and out of therapy for 10 years, and it just seemed the more I talked about the things, the worse I felt inside. So there, I tried so many different avenues that these books, they just give me hope. 
and I that's all I did. And I did it until the voices quieted. And I still do it. <laughs> I do it all the time. You do uh you journalize all the time? Is that what you're saying, Amy? Yes, I journalize and I read as many positive quotes and gratitude and forgiveness and everything that just continues to keep me motivated to move forward. Excellent. We are so, so very proud of you. Uh, Keep journalizing and keep reading books. We're going to talk about books uh, before we finish the interview today. But ladies and gentlemen, getting out that notebook and writing out your story and releasing. Amy kept this dark secret within herself. She found a friend in the notebook and began writing, expressing her feelings, and began having relief. Was that correct, Amy? You started to feel some relief as you wrote? Yes. That is fantastic. Ladies and gentlemen, that's a big lesson I want to point out to you. If you feel alone, you feel trapped, and there's nobody there to listen to you, get a notebook and write out your feelings of hurt and anger and sadness. Keep it private. Protect yourself. It does not need to be seen by anybody, and you're going to hear more of Amy's beautiful story as she begins healing and is really on the road to recovery. Amy, we embrace you so much. We thank you for your courage. Stay with us. We're going to come back with uh, Amy after the uh, break, and we'll continue on in talking about more releasing of negative energy. I'm Richard Levy with our dear friend, Amy Collier. You're listening to Wealthy Thoughts in the Empowerment Channel at Voice America. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com The challenges facing our teens today mean that more than ever, we need to be there to support them and encourage them. The Dr. Stem Show is here to provide discussions about topics that will help promote healthy relationships, self-image, and success for teens, parents, and the community. Our young people can achieve more in life than they ever dreamed possible. The Dr. Stem Show, hosted by Dr. Stem Malatini, will foster these discussions and encourage your participation. Listen every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific, and 9 p.m. GMT on Voice America Empowerment. We let so many outside factors mold and shape our lives. Technology, instant delivery. We live in an on-demand world. What's happened to the compassion, the kindness, a better pace? Listen to Might Radio with host Gabriella Von Ray. We'll bring that kindness and compassion back to our world. Our guests come from around the world and we'll discuss what's being done and what we can do to bring our lives back to order. Might Radio is broadcast live every Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. This is Wealthy Thoughts with Richard Levy. To reach us today, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send us an email, the address is WealthyThoughts at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Richard Levy, and we are talking today with uh, Brave Amy Collier, and you can find her on the website, her own website, amykcollier.com. Amy is one brave woman and is an example for all of us of courage to succeed, overcome challenges that very few of us ever will encounter. She went from brutal experiences from people she felt she could trust to hating herself to now she has Uh, attempted a suicide, and her little son gave her such expressions of love and appreciation that she realized she needed to go a different way to make herself feel comfortable. And she's now, in her life, in our story, has gone to bookstores, is searching out every self-help book she could find. She's writing that quote. She's journalizing. 
and she's finally getting that relief and letting out that anger and hurt. Amy, let me please ask you this. Um, who has been totally forgiven and who has not been forgiven? Please look in your heart and be as honest as you can with that. I have. That was a big part of my healing was to forgive. And I have forgiven um, my boyfriend, ex-husband. I've forgiven the man that raped me when I was 16. I've forgiven the man that molested me when I was a child. I sometimes still battle with the forgiveness, the total forgiveness of my mother. And sometimes I still battle with the total forgiveness of myself. Because I took a lot of that blame and hated myself for the things that I did and the, felt that, you know, I deserved because of the person that I was. I deserved it. So I sometimes I struggle with forgiving myself and sometimes with my mom. I've forgiven her for a lot of issues, but there were so many issues. Mm-hmm. Well, Amy... First of all, I congratulate you on doing so much forgiveness work already, and I want to, with your permission, coach you on forgiving your mother. Now, not one person on this telephone, uh, on this interview today, who's listened to us, whether they're in the United States or around the world, agrees with the behavior of your mother whatsoever. But forgiving your mother does not mean you agree, condone, uh, anything she did or did not do. When we forgive we're doing it for one purpose only, for relief, for happiness, success, and joy. And you're making great progress. I want to carry you to the next step. And when you listen to the show, do not be concerned about remembering all this right now, Amy, but you'll hear the show on the uh, repeat when we send you, when it's on the, on the Internet this afternoon. But you want to get that journal out and write your mother an anger letter. And an anger letter, you pick out every single reason that you're still angry at her and express to her in the first person, meaning I, Amy, I am angry at you, mother, for not protecting me. I am angry at you, mother, for committing suicide. I'm angry at mother for taking my drugs. I'm angry at mother for missing my childhood and my children and so forth. So what you're going to do is write an anger letter, not for your mother's benefit. Does it mean that she's a good person or a bad person? You're doing it for Amy's benefit. We're getting out some more of the anger. And the, as far as your anger towards yourself, I'm going to come to that in just a moment, and we're going to cover that. That's even more important. But I want you to select every single person, and if it's just mainly your mother from this um, horrible, horrible, from these horrible experiences that you're angry with, promise me that you'll write her an anger letter, obviously, do not mail them, do not show them to anybody whatsoever, and destroy them. Your, your children do not need to see them, but it's between Amy and your own spiritual power. So write her anger letters. When it becomes intense, feelings become too hard, stop your writing, go read some poetry, take a walk, go sit by the water, listen to some good music, and then come back to it. Be loving to yourself, and that's the new chapter in your life, and you've already started that, and being loving to Amy. But can you do that for me, uh, and actually not for me, but more for you, of write your mother some anger letters saying, I'm angry at you, mother, for this or what you did not do? Yes, I will. Okay. And as I said, keep them private and, and get rid of them. And if two two weeks, two months, two years from now, the anger comes back, Write another anger letter or two. Again, nobody's to see him destroy them. Remember, we're nothing excuses the abusers of their behavior whatsoever. But they're generally, ladies and gentlemen, her mother, who's uh, an abuser and the father of her best friend, very often these people come from abused families. They were abused, and it goes through many generations. Somebody's got to stop it, and Amy is been chosen as a person not only who's going to stop it, but you're going to hear at the end of our show today what Amy's going to do to help out many other people who've gone through such similar abuse as Amy has. Then, Amy, what I want to bring up to you now is a term that I use called self-celebration. 
And self-celebration, in simple words, means self-love. You obviously, as a young girl, a teenager, and young women, did not have many examples of people loving you, holding you, cherishing you. We are doing that right now, and a lot of people around the world are sending you energy of love and happiness, and we're all embracing you with affection of being a brave woman. But what I want you to do is I want you to fall deeply in love with a very important person, and that person's name is Amy. I want you to write Amy, write yourself love letters, lock them up. And I want, because I want them private, I want you to do this privately. And when you're by the pond, when you're walking along the road where it's quiet, or if you're in your office at home, write yourself love letters and tell yourself how much you love, appreciate, and cherish Amy. I want you to find every reason to appreciate you, yourself. And as far as forgiveness of yourself, I want you to also forgive Amy for any reason whatsoever that you feel you are responsible, that you're guilty. Because very often when we blame ourselves and we feel guilt, we do this, Amy, with good intentions. We want to change the past. We want to make ourselves a better person. We want to make the other person wrong, et cetera, et cetera. The, the regretful uh, backfire, the regretful actions of guilt is that it only makes things worse. In other words, we're simply thinking more negativity. So that's why I want you to pick up on self-celebration. Write yourself love letters. And then I want you to look into the mirror. We talked about that in the earlier part of the show, how you felt in when you're young very clearly uh, that you were you felt disgust when you looked at yourself. I want you to, when you're alone, of course, when you look in the mirror, I want you to love, appreciate, admire, and approve of Amy. I want you to look at your body, and I want you to approve every single part of your body that you can look at, your hair, your face, your fingernails, your eyes, and I want you to tell yourself how much you love and appreciate yourself. This is not not narcissism. It is self-celebration. And if you're alone in the house, I want you to speak verbally, speak out loud and say, I give Amy love, I give Amy approval, I give Amy appreciation, and I give Amy admiration. I want you to begin repairing the love for yourself. And the more you love yourself, the more you're going to let go of anger towards yourself and guilt. That's going to become something of the past. Does that make sense to some degree, Amy? Yes, that makes a lot of sense. Okay. The next thing I want you to do, and you may need some help from somebody who's computer savvy, and and you may be the computer savvy person. I don't know. (laughs) But I want you to have someone, unless you know how to do this, show you how to record your voice on your computer or your smartphone and speak words of love to Amy. And you listen to your voice over and over saying, I give Amy love, I give Amy approval, I give Amy appreciation. Amy, you, I am, as if you're speaking to yourself, I am worthy and deserving of love, happiness, health, success, and joy. Now, the words do, do not have to be exactly the way I'm saying to you, Amy, but I want you to hear your voice in the playback over and over telling yourself how special you are and how lovely you are and how much you have to offer to your children, to the world, to the universe, and other people but mostly to yourself. The more you love and appreciate yourself, the more the world is going to love and appreciate you. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. I agree. Okay. Now, I want to also ask you to uh, begin to welcome, embrace, and accept what happened. Now, I want to be very careful about that because a lot of listeners will say, how can I ask Amy to welcome and embrace and accept what happened in the past. That does not mean I'm asking you to like or approve what they did to you, is to begin to let go of it, which you apparently are doing a great job of already already doing. That is, when we welcome and embrace something, a person or event that we do not like or approve of, we're going to let go of the negative energy by focusing on a wish it were different. I didn't wish they had not done it, the wish or they should not have. So all from this point on in life, when you have challenges, I want you to start 
start accepting and embracing it. And again, does that mean you agree with it? This, the sooner you welcome what happened, the faster you're going to let go of the hurt and the anger and the subconscious wish to change. Okay. The other part I want you to do is, this is going to sound like a stretch, Amy, but I want you to think about the good, the successes out of these experiences. What are you grateful for? Have you, Amy, ever written a gratefulness journal? Do you, are you familiar with all your reading of the positive books about gratefulness? Yes, I have. I've done a lot of reading on that, and I have just recently, in the past couple months, um, started verbally every every night speaking of what I was grateful for for that day. Great. I want, that is fantastic. Verbally, is, is fantastic that you find some people do it verbally, some people write it out. And either way, whatever is comfortable for you uh, is what you want to do. I do want to encourage you to also write, go back to your journalizing on gratefulness. In fact, when you wake up in the morning, I'd like you to really write down five or ten reasons you're grateful. And it could be I slept well. It could be I have fingers. It could be I had a great breakfast. I saw the smile of my son. I heard the the song of a bird chirping. Whatever it is, I want you to find reasons to be grateful when you wake up and write them into a journal. And also in the evening, writing is so powerful. You found that out about journalizing. Uh, some of the pain, I want you to journalize what you appreciate and what you're grateful for. Can you do that also, Amy? Yep. Okay, great. Okay. And also, let me tell you something else. Being grateful uh, is also not only for money coming in a mailbox or somebody smiling at you, Amy, but a challenge in your life. And from this point on in your life, when somebody's challenging, uh, an event is not the way going the way you want it, be grateful for it. Find a reason to be grateful. Turn it into gratefulness. And I cannot tell you how impo- how potent, how strong that is in changing your energy. Actually, your energy is already changing, but make it even more positive. Does that make sense? Yes, and I've already on the track to starting that process. Good for you. I'm very proud of you. You're now remarried, and you've been married now for how long, Amy? We've, we've been... Married almost 16 years. Okay, and how's that going? Better. The more, it was very hard in the beginning because living with somebody that is depressed, my husband would say at times it's like walking around on eggshells. He was never, you know, always careful on what to say or what to do, afraid something would trigger a memory or set you know, set me back. But once I was begun the road of healing, things between us became a lot better. So things are a lot better now. I'm glad to hear that. And uh, are you all able to experience intimacy with each other? That's still at times a challenge just because the I don't think I've never been able to let anybody close to me, and especially on an emotional level. So it is a challenge. Mm-hmm. Well, I understand that, and I want you to relearn romance. You did not have any role models about romance, but start giving each other little gifts, flowers. Uh, making love is beautiful and romantic. I want you to learn about your husband, have him learn about you, I want you all to learn about listening to each other's feelings, not so much intent on fixing each other, but but uh, moreover, touching each other, holding hands, the old-fashioned romanticism which we see in movies. In fact, I'm going to give you an affirmation that uh, I want you to um, to say to yourself when you're alone. Again, this will be on the recording when you listen to the show again. I love intimacy with my husband. I feel happiness, joy, satisfaction, fulfilled. Making love is beautiful and romantic. I love learning about my husband. He loves learning about what I like, want, and need. I respect and love myself. I send him thoughts of love, joy, beautiful light, and happiness. 
My deep feelings of freedom and sharing during lovemaking are intense. And you can listen to that again, and I want you to write that down and repeat that yourself. It'll begin unlocking some of the uh, hurt and anger from way back. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. Um, is he he's very supportive of you and what you've been through? Yeah, he's my rock. <laughs> he's your rock. I'm glad to hear that. And uh, he's supportive on uh, what you're getting ready to uh, uh, publicize. He knows about where you're going and what you're going to be doing? Yes. Okay. Well, I'll tell you, ladies and gentlemen, wherever you are, please join me in sending thoughts of happiness, love, success, light, and beauty and harmony to our dear Amy. Amy, we hug you, we love you, and appreciate you. You were writing a book, uh, your memoirs, correct? Yes, I am. And what's the name of your book? Beyond the Scars. Okay, Beyond the Scars. Okay. You mentioned to me it is harder to write than you imagined. And when stuff comes up, when you're writing the book, if it's still that still occurs, I want you to get your journal out and write the feelings and release and let go of any feelings or hurt or anger of the past that comes up. So it would be another anger letter because I want you to be unblocked when you're writing the book. So have that journal by you in case old stuff comes up. Does that make sense? Yes, because it does. It, you, you're opening up old wounds, and there are days that I will try to avoid writing just because I start getting fearful. Mm-hmm. So, yes. Okay, very good. So I want you to, so that we can uh, get this book out and this important message. And your goal with this book is what? My goal is to help as many people, men and women, that have been through some or all of the things that I've been through, to give them hope that if I can get through it, they can too, that they don't have to suffer for 26 years. And there, there is light. There is light at the end of the tunnel. There is light at the end of the tunnel. Okay. Um, and uh, how far are you with the book now? I'm not where I want to be, but um, I'm getting there. I'm hoping to be done. My goal was six months, just because I'm having a hard time with some of the, the topics. But... I can get it. I'll get it done. <laughs> okay. Well, I want you to remember something that, Amy, the love, support, the goodness, the new lives that uh, you give to abused women will, will return to you in waves of success and abundance, happiness, and self-love. You've read enough that what you give out comes back to you. And when you give out love and encouragement to others, you know it's going to come back to you. And, yeah. um, and, and it's only going to benefit you. I want you to come back on the show once your book is written and you are on tour. I'm expecting you to go on tour. I, I really want to share in promoting your book all around the world because your message is so important and full of love. I thank want you, you to Excuse me? I said thank you, Richard. I'd love oh. that. Oh, you're welcome, Amy, and I mean that from my heart. I want to uh, you to visualize, and this is an exercise, I want you to visualize talking with confidence and self-love to large groups of people, thousands in numbers, Amy, who applaud, who cheer, and love you as you go on the lecture tour to sell your book. In fact, I personally would like a signed book. Can I, may I have one of those? Of course. Okay, because I know you're going to speak to uh, large groups of men and women uh, who have gone through abuse and show them, as you just said a moment ago, that there's light at the end of the tunnel. In fact, Amy, I would like to trade books with you, and uh, after we're over, we've completed the show, would you email me an address, and I'm going to send you a signed copy of my book, 
And I want you to look through that, and there's a lot in that book about forgiveness and self-celebration, the topics we've covered uh, today. Can you um, send me your address? Yes. Okay, good deal. Good, and uh, I hope you, you enjoy the book. We're going to send you a link to the show today, this afternoon, Amy, and for everybody else out there, it'll be on our website, thoughtsmakeyouwealthy.com, this wonderful uh, interview that we had with Amy. You can listen to the rebroadcast of the show so you can hear the tips and suggestions, suggestions that I've offered to Amy. Amy, your website is amykcollier.com, correct? Yes. And if people who are listening out there want to share stories and want to get in touch with you, can they get a hold of you through the website? Yes, there is a contact form, and I would love that very much. Okay, you hear that, ladies and gentlemen? You have permission. And people can follow you on Twitter at uh, Amy K. Collier. Is that correct? Yes, and also Facebook. And also Facebook. So many ways and opportunities you can get hold of Amy and tell her, how much you love her and embrace her, that we know that we see Amy having a life of success, happiness, and joy. Amy, thank you so very much for being with us today on Wealthy Thoughts. Your words are already making an impact upon the world. Abused men and women now have hope that they can have their life, their life back just like you got your life back. Remember, Thank you so much, Richard. You are welcome, Amy, and I hope you've enjoyed being with us. We enjoyed having you every bit, and we hope to to have you back uh, six months or a year from now. Please stay in touch with me and email me on how you're doing. I know our audience wants to have updates. Would you do that, Amy? I would love to do that. Thank you, Looking forward to it. Good. We are, too. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, Change your thoughts, change your feelings about yourself. This is what we're talking about with Amy. Amy has done it. Amy is doing it. And ladies and gentlemen, I don't care how much abuse you've experienced, you can do the same thing. Let Amy be the model for you. I'd love to hear from you, ladies and gentlemen, and let me know what you think of today's show. And any messages that you let me pass on to Amy, I will do that. Amy, we love you and admire you more than you ever know. Blessings of light and harmony to you. Thank you, Richard. You're welcome, Amy. Ladies and gentlemen, forgiveness, self-celebration, giving positive energy are just a few of the topics we'll cover in Boston on August 17th at our Wealthy Thoughts Seminar. Sign up for our free Deadly Prosperity message at our website, thoughtsmakingwealthy.com, and join our Success and Wealth Conversations on Facebook. And we're also available on Twitter. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, whatever you think about, speak about, write about, and focus on is what your life today and tomorrow is all about. Why not make wealth, success, and gratefulness the focus of your attention? I'm Richard Levy. We'd love having you with us today on Wealthy Thoughts. I'm asking you to make it a prosperous week. Be good to yourself, love yourself, and we'll see you soon. So long for now, ladies and gentlemen. Bye-bye. Thank you for inviting positive success into your life this week on Wealthy Thoughts. Please join host Richard Levy again next Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time, and 1 p.m. Central Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. And this week, think of something positive you can do to bring success to yourself and others. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.